What's going on, y'all? I know I said I was going to be gone for the holidays, essentially, but um, I had to drop this one off. Um, you know, there's a bit, there's a lot of stuff going on with the MGTOW community. I figured shit would have died down for the holiday season or whatnot, but even though it's like, what, the, today's the 5th, the 12th? Shit. <laughs> and I'm already in full swing of my holiday season. I took, I took 10 days off, so I'm going to be off from the 15th to the 25th. I basically have to go back to work on the 26th. Um, right after Christmas Day, but I wanted that fucking time off. Not for, again, I'm not a child. I don't believe in Saturn or that other shit. Spoiler alert. But this time of year is rough for a lot of people. I used to see it like, like when I was in the military, like suicides and all types of crazy shit used to happen in, the, in this time of year. And I think in a way, you know, sidebar before I get into the meat of the episode, but in a way, I think what makes this a traumatizing year for a lot of people is society, and again, we talk about how shitty society is and how they're selling lies and bullshit to you, okay, society sells children, because that's where your trauma starts, society sells children this idea of Christmas being magical and a magical mystical man with a fucking beard come through your chimney and drops off all the shit you want, and I know it kind of gets, you know, this definitely goes beyond, like, material desires, because... Sure, when I was a kid, I wanted, I'm old, so excuse me for dating myself with this one, but my thing was, I wanted a PS1, and like, what the fuck were the hot games, like, I got, I got that shit, Metal Gear Solid, shit like that, because, you know, I was, I started working at like 11, I, I remember having a paper route, and some other things, I remember mowing lawns, actually, at like 10, 11, for like 10 bucks a lawn, and when it came to that type of shit, I got it myself. I never got it from my mom. And I've discussed ad nauseum the issues I've had with my mom. That's not to say that I don't love her or anything like that, but, you know, I've had to have expressed those demons. And I don't, it's at the point with me, like the self, you know, self reflection that I've gone through and maturation that I've had, where I don't have to, uh, have, you know, a lot of people, they, especially women, solipsistic human beings, narcissists, mostly women, I hate to say it, but they, they suffer the most from those those characteristics. They may have to have a confrontation with somebody to, I guess, be, you know, have that cathartic got it moment, like realization or actualization moment. I didn't necessarily need that. I, I came into my own or awoke to it um, on my own, essentially, and... I don't have to confront my mother. I, I think she kind of knows. And at the end of the day, I've already, you know, the discussion I had with her, I was like, don't feel sorry. Don't apologize. Stop trying to, because the, with NSR, you know, in the black community, that's just the common thing where it, she can just use that as ammo for her victimhood mind state, because there's actually not going to be any growth or reflection on her part because she's from that era, especially with women being solipsistic, narcissistic, and the black community having a, being an eternal victim cult where it's like, I need all these points for victimization. So it's like, she will find a way to take my issues and my traumatization and try to, you know, repackage it into her being some type of victim of society, white supremacy, Donald Trump did it, blah, blah, blah. Um, ugh. Getting on from that crap, why this time of year is, I guess, traumatic for a lot of people is because they they are just, it was just another time of year where your, their parents let them down. Now, 
for some kids, kids are simple. Here's the thing. A lot of kids are simple. Some parents think it's like, I have to get the, the, the high-end $300 hot toy that Target put in a commercial, and now I think it's what my kids want. Because, yeah, if you tell your kid, hey, you want this $500 stuck Tickle Me Elmo fucking thing? They're going to say yes, because you're fucking offering it to them. But at the end of the day, what do most kids want? Their parents to spend time with them and give them attention. Children are a lot like adult women. Adult women need attention. They need to be praised and they thrive in that. And children need that. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I, I'll admit that my adolescence was a bit extended by a lot of things, you know, product of my environment, POME. But I, if I really think deep, if I look at all those years, you know, especially like teens and preteens, 11, 10-year-old me, and I don't know, before before that, maybe I was a bit, you know, selfish and wanting to fucking, I never wanted the Mercedes with the bow type of Christmas. That shit doesn't happen. Who's doing that besides like the 1%, 1.5% of motherfuckers in, in the top of the economic food chain? But my thing was this, and I, I had this convo with my mom, I'm like, you know what, most of this year, especially this time of year, is traumatic for myself, is because for a long time from after from it pretty much the point that my biological father had exited my life and you know being being me getting into sports at that age like you know 9 10 11 baseball football etc i wanted a fucking baseball glove and to play catch with my dad there's a lot of young black boys that want their fathers but their mom's like y'all find that shit that nigga ain't shit he a debbie 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 because they're they're regurgitating what the state has told them that to do. But it's like, and I've done an episode on how most black men aren't deadbeats. They're being put into a situation where they're made to be the deadbeats so the woman can simultaneously play, play victim and dig in their pockets at the same time. Um, you know, but explaining that... I, I look forward to just fucking sleeping. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a, I'm a 30-something-year-old man. I'm not out here chasing pussy no more. I'm not interested. I'm not MGTOW, nothing like that. But, like, you know, uh, it's so accessible these days. You're better off just jumping. I mean, anybody, not just me. Better off just hopping on Tinder and throwing your line in the water and leaving. It's like a crab basket. Because there are people who, will like, leave crab baskets in the water. If you're a fisherman, for example, people like will leave crab baskets if they, if they live in, live near uh, a watering hole or whatever you want to call it, uh, or the river or the ocean, especially in Florida. I was like, uh, what's a good place? Like Orlando's a good spot for that, all those lakes and shit like that, and those inlets and the uh, Jacksonville, uh, Daytona is a great area. It's right on the coast there. So people that live in those areas drop a crab basket and they'll go to work or they'll go conduct their day, and at the end of the day they'll go to the the uh, ocean and pull up the crab basket and that's how i think like a you know either a MGTOW or initiated man or whatever the fuck ideology outside of blue cuck and black pill and brother pill would try to i guess identify with y'all have to excuse the construction going on outside of this uh structure i'm parked in i'm in a parking garage right now actually um and they're fucking outside hammering and putting up a new garage door on this bitch so either or That leads into this being the seventh PSA for men. And I'm going to talk about two things real quick here. I'm not trying to be here forever, but I'm basically going to talk about the, you know, the red pill double standards. They, the red pill community 
They're spending a lot of time pushing shit on the men. Now, here's the thing. I don't disagree with the red pill male improvement advice. This is here. Let me make that abundantly clear. I agree with hitting the gym. I agree with being smart with your money to an extent. If you like video games, play video games. If you jack off, moderate yourself. You know, moderation with the things, moderation with those bad things. You like junk food? I know the red pill community, I think were they were on, what were they on? They were on the Atkins shit a couple of years ago. Now they're big keto pushers. And keto works. I did, I've tried keto for a two-month stretch, and I lost some, I lost a pretty good amount of weight. I'm probably going to have to jump on it, you know, for the next 10 days until Christmas Eve, because we're going to pick out on Christmas Eve. And then get back on it, drink my ass off on the 31st and New Year's, and then try to maintain it, you know, on and off. Obviously, it's hard to stay in it because, you know, you cheat a little bit and you break your fucking ketosis. But moving on from that, because that's just an anecdote. Um, the second part I wanted to talk about is, and then it took a few minutes to talk about that one, is you want to know who rules you? Is somebody you can't insult or offend. And y'all know where I'm going with that because I'm talking to men, not just any particular race of men, but men, right? M- masculine men, the outsiders, because there are men that are insiders, and there are these Alexander Grace, Yogi Obes types, you know, the new MGTOW red pill infiltrator guys, that are like, we have to, especially that Australian cuck, Alexander Grace, we have to invite women into the red pill, now excuse my, I don't can't do an Australian accent, but imagine a cuck ass Australian accent talking to red pill women, which doesn't make any fucking sense. And then Yogi is kind of, he's a more moderate dude. I, I've softened my stance. I thought he was an infiltrator talk, complaining about misogyny, but that was Alexander's cuck ass. And the dude's got 31,000 subs. He's one of the biggest fucking, like he's right behind Sandman. Sandman's at like 60,000 or something like that. That dude is up there, but he is mining the skeptic community. He's mining the infiltrators, the PUA infiltrators, the, the, Female feminists, red pill, MRA, you know, Diet Coke, red pill slash MGTOW people. And whatever. If you want to mind that audience for Patreon donations, that's exactly what his fucking video, his beef with Turfling and Monkey is about. Is essentially, I need to get women to be involved in this too because they are willing to fork over the Patreon money if I say what they want to say, they want to hear. All right. But let's push into the first thing I wanted to talk about. And again, I am not in disagreement of the male improvement advice within the red pill community. But here's the thing. Here's where I'm going to have a beef. I'm going to address the point by point. Number one, and I'll say it in a red pill alpha male voice, the get swole, bro, talking point. Now, I've talked many times on here about functional fitness, but when I say functional fitness, I am saying be functional in your lifestyle. So let's say, for example, your average person's five foot, ele- five foot ten, five foot eleven for a guy, right? Let's say five nine to five eleven. When I preach functional fitness, I'm not telling you to be. You don't. You mean if you can work toward that washboard abs, then put in that work, man. Put that fucking work in. But what I'm preaching is, you know, get keep yourself at a healthy weight where you can go get blood work and your blood pressure taken and your blood sugar taken and all of those things are normal and your cholesterol is normal. If your cholesterol and all those things are in healthy ranges, you're eating healthy food, you're eating for fuel. Again, I'm not a diet dietitian or anything like that. But if you're able to eat for fuel, 
And like women, exercise 80-20 rule with men. If you do, if you can do 80-20 with your diet, i.e. 80% of the time, you should probably be eating something lean, healthy, and nutritious. And then 20%, if you want to go get you a cheeseburger and fries and a milkshake for your fucking cheat meal or pizza or whatever the fuck you like, you know, 20% of the time. So for every 10 meals, you have two shitty ones. Or I would say, yeah, that's even that's not even that great of a ratio. But something like that. Even that, you're like, okay, that's not bad. But get swole, bro. The, the get swole bro people are telling dudes to do this shit. At the same time, women are going through this, like, fat acceptance thing. Now, that is not, again, I'm in agreement with the get swole bro people. But here's the thing. Women are on this fat acceptance shit. They are, they're a they're trying to get praised for obesity, like extreme obesity. There are three, 400 pound women talking about they want men with men with abs. So what we're looking at is the dating market is like these dudes are getting swole and they're so desperate for pussies that it's like, well, fuck it. I'll just fuck fat chicks, which most men don't probably have no issue with fucking fat chicks. But fat women are misinterpreting the fact that men would have sex with anything. I mean, they're dudes fucking sex dolls, flashlights and goddamn fruit. <laughs> and repeat, like food, you know what I'm saying? There are dudes who, probably dudes who use food items as sexual master, masturbatory objects or aids. Neither, ugh, I don't want to say that. All right, pushing forward though. The, 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 there's a, there's a double standard here, and it's not maybe the red pill community so much as the dating community. The dating community is like, all right, you gotta get your fucking you man, you gotta get washboard ass. I want to see veins on your fucking beneath your belly button, shit like that. I want to see goddamn giant traps, big boulder shoulders, big biceps, nice nice tries. You know what I'm saying? Work on your tries. Even get the forearm grips to where your forearms are, are proportionate to your biceps and triceps. And make sure your fucking obliques are tight. Make sure you got big, you know, big pecs, all that shit, right? You're supposed to do all that. Hit hit back too. Hit legs too. You're talking about nice calves, butt, fucking, uh, what do you call it? Thighs, all that shit. You're supposed to get your shit tight. But women could be like fat as fuck. Cholesterol, high blood pressure, all that shit. And you're supposed to take that line down. And I know the Red Pill community is not saying don't get, go date fat women. The dating market, in response to you being this Red Pill, get swole bro guy, is going to offer you up a long line of fat women who don't put in the same work that you have. It's not equal. It's, there's no equal footing here. Now, granted, most people can't date linearly anyway, but I don't know. <laughs> it's... it's you're, you're go, it's like in between the two. You know what I'm saying? Get swole for you and you'll get laid. Don't commit to these fat bitches, though. Find your way to gracefully kick the fat asses out the fucking house because they don't respect you. They just use, they're just like the fact that you're doing all this work to get yourself, you know, in shape and whatnot to deal with their fat ass. Because all these women are fat as fuck. Isn't it like something like 60 or 70% of American women are fucking fat? I mean, there's so many fat women in America that, like, women that are just slim, they're turning into dimes. So there'll, there'll be, like, ugly women that are just slim, right? Like, or ugly or regular women. And I'm like, an ugly, regular, slim woman is damn near going to be a seven in America nowadays. Because so many fucking American women are just fucking fat. Ugh. <sighs> I'm going to press on from that. That's just one of the things that pisses me off. And that's the dating market and not the red pill community. But there's a double standard here because men are still being like entrepreneurs and cars says a lot. We still have this burden of performance, burden of performance. Fuck that. 
perform for yourself. You could take that burden of performance, do it, and then take your ass to the Dominican Republic. You know what I'm saying? Travel. Get the fuck out of America because that's what I said before with the get to all bro people is you're getting fat women in exchange for it. And I'm, first of all, you shouldn't get in shape for women. Get in shape for this reason. You got one life. The life you're living right now is all you got. I don't know if we get reincarnated or whatever the fuck force you want to believe in, but we got this and that's it. So, again, with your blood sugar, your blood pressure, cholesterol, etc., if you keep those things in check and you are functionally fit or even a get swole bro, get abs and six pack veiny, the rock looking motherfucker, if you do all that shit, Hopefully, you will live much longer than, like, you know, male life expectancy is not very high. But do whatever you can to live as long as you can. Stress is a big factor in that, too, as well as fitness. But pushing to the second point is, uh, you know, essentially get rich, bro. So that's their, 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 their talking point kind of dumbed down. But the get rich, bro talking point. Again, the dating market. You can be a six or six-figure man. Let's say you're a six-figure guy. The dating market's going to offer you up cute women that work at Walmart and shit. Walgreens. Um, you know, women with zero achievement. That have achieved nothing, maybe worth nothing. That is more than likely when you cohabitate with her, which is really stupid. She's going to bring a suitcase. That's all she brings to the table. you got to own the house, buy the house, furnish the house to her liking change out the cabinets and the kitchen decorations and the floor, the linoleum when she wants to change the carpeting or the floor when she gets tired of it and it doesn't match the color scheme that she likes. You have to do all this as a man. And the red pills that go, that's your job, it's important performance. You gotta be a good man and do this for women. Again, by all means, get your financial house in order. Keep your, your bank account, your debt, your income, and try to, I always talk about obtaining more than one stream of revenue or income. One source of income. More, I mean, like two to three sources of incomes are probably likely. Now, that's hard. You're going to be working from sun up to sun down. But what you're gonna, you should have the time on your hands because I, I talk about it all the time. These American women aren't worth the dating and the relationships and all that shit. I mean, dating, cool. But fuck them and chuck them. And you get your ass back on your grind. Your purpose should be getting that second and that third stream of income and that should be for you and the reason it'll be for you because you could be like, well you know the male mind is going to say now i have these resources and now it's time to share them with women or or you can get off that cuck thinking and share it with yourself stop thinking like a fucking cuck and the last one is the whole learn game bro because they want you to get fit get rich learn game yeah I don't have much contention with that one other than, again, it's sort of a double standard because we're preaching to men to have social skills, you know, just be to peak socially. And yet women are given advantages socially in society. And a lot of them kind of suck. A lot of women are really dull, like dull, uninteresting, very NPC. Like literally a lot of women are NPCs. They're just like diversity is our strength. He will not divide us. Orange man, bad. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, no, those That NPC meme is funny. But um, they, they literally can regurgitate a bunch of shit off CNN, Vice, Now This, all those fucking, you know, t- the Young Turks, all that crap on the left. Now, 
the left, I, I I agree with them on police brutality and a lot of shit like that, and maybe some of the racial dynamics, not so much open borders or you know open that type of shit. But as far as a lot of the other stuff, there there there's arguments to be had. Now I'm not gonna sit here and agree that black people are as enslaved or as oppressed as they've as they've ever been. No, they have issues, and a lot of them are from within. But pushing toward what I was actually talking about. Men are expected in a society to do everything. They got to get swole. They got to get rich. They got to be the social dominant dominators. And women can essentially move in, give you some sex every now and then. And that's like her payment. That's what they consider good enough. That's it. That's all she's got to contribute. And I'm sitting here like, wait, this is all you're bringing is this little fucking funky ass. Because uh, here's the thing. The society's like, well, she gives you sex. Uh, you're giving her sex too. A woman is receiving sex. Like, let's get off this thinking that women are, if sex is some type of payment. Women receive it too. And hopefully she's doing it with somebody she likes. At the end of the day, she's in a transactional relationship. If she's fucking, let's say, a lot of marriages are transactional. Let's be real. That's why you shouldn't get married because the marriage, women succumb to getting married when they find that guy who can provide the life that they want. It's not about that she's attracted to the guy or wants the guy. That's why marriages, fucking married men are like consuming the most porn. The porn industry is propped up by married men, not incels. Like a lot of people would think. Married men who you would think are getting the most pussy are getting the least amount of pussy. Like I said, there are some married men who are getting laid less than incels. And you've seen these articles on the Daily Mail. If if you've seen the crap that they regurgitate, I don't pay attention to them, but their shit gets shared by red pill men and talked about and responded to, so I can't help but see it. But all of these things are happening. And again, this isn't so much the red pill community as much as it is the PUA and cuck pill infiltrators into the red pill community that want to sell PUA advice and books and shit. But again... Those things are not bad on the face. They're bad when you do them for women. Because at the end of the day, what society is, in gynocentric type of way, is they're expecting men to get as fit as possible, get as rich as possible, become socially, you know, equipped enough to beg women to go out on a date that you were paying for. Like Darius MGTOW said that shit. It was funny as fuck. Like men are out here begging bitches to go out on a date that the men is pay the man is paying for. What type of shit is this? Man, fuck this dating dynamic. Fuck that. Again, I'm not saying be an incel or hide and monk it up or whatever the fuck. I'm saying, like a fisherman, like I said in the beginning, leave your crab basket in the water. And when you pull it up at the end of the day, if there's crabs in there, go ahead and eat. If not, whatever, drop that bitch back in there and then come back the next day. Just keep throwing your line out there, but don't fucking stress about whether or not you got crabs in there. Because you can just go get some imitation crab meat i.e. a sex doll or whatever the fuck else or you can fly overseas and go somewhere where crabs are easily accessible i.e. Asia or something like that I hate to say it like that but and again overseas and traveling ain't about just getting pussy but if worse comes to worse most men need a change of environment to essentially be better with women I did my game exploded in different parts of the country like I was able to get pussy in Texas and not Illinois for some reason fucking weird right Bitches like, I mean, I'm a sick, I'm a bigger guy, but, and maybe that, that whole, I like football player shit down there was why, but who knows, man, women are fucking fickle, either or, that's that bullshit, and then, last thing, let me get a, a couple minutes on this, you know what's funny, 
we're told by a lot of different groups, black people, women, Muslims, the LGBT community, that they're oppressed, that they are being held back by a white male Christian straight society. And, you know, as a black man, I have my critique of white men or whatever, white, white people, but I've always, I, I've taken this stance, I took this stance about, you know, 10 years ago, that white supremacy got replaced by feminism. Feminism. So white women are ultimately the, the purveyors and the, the executors of white supremacy in today's day and age. And I'm not going to change my stance on that. There's nothing you can convince me otherwise. But anyway, they, all of these groups, you can't insult them. You can't do shit to them. Here's the thing. If these groups were truly oppressed, why would somebody lose their job for insulting, offending, or assaulting any of these groups? And yeah, I got a soft spot for black people. I am black, but I preach against the black victimhood mentality because it just gets hijacked to benefit white women or some other fucking group like the illegal immigrants. But we have to ask, how oppressed are you if you are insulting you is essentially like getting a scarlet letter. It's against the quote unquote rules of society. Most most jobs, most companies, the NFL, you hit a, you hit a woman or a gay person, yes, it's grass. If you go beat up, if an NFL player beat up a straight white male, like I think uh, Ezekiel punched some white dude, nothing happened to him for punching that white dude. He got fucking fried for allegedly hitting a white woman who, through text messages and the court documents in Ohio, was basically like she got dumped and she's like, I'm going to fucking get your, get your ass. He got that six game suspension because the woman made a false accusation. And she, in the text message, told him she was making a false accusation. So again, I'm going to leave here because it's been a while. Who the fuck is oppressed that you can't assault, insult, or assault, or defend yourself against? Because when it comes to women, you can't even fucking defend yourself against them. Because bitches could swing on you. She could, a woman could throw, like, like, um, UFC fans. Remember Max Holloway and Brian Ortega last weekend? Motherfucker threw 600 punches. Imagine you were Brian Ortega. You had 600 punches thrown at you. And you landed twice on a woman. The society's going to be outraged about the two punches, not the 600. So who's oppressed? Y'all tell me who the fuck is oppressed in that society. Where the person who threw two punches is the oppressor, but the person who threw 600 is a victim. Make it make sense. Y'all have a happy holidays. I'm out.